Hi, everyone. I'm Kelly Pokies Burke, and this is the Career Slay Podcast. Imagine the impact we could have on society if everyone loved what they did. That's what Career Slay is all about. I'm interviewing people who love their jobs and asking them how they got there and what they've learned along the way. We're here to slay the fear in career. Hi, everyone. If you're a new listener, welcome. And if you're a regular, thank you so much for supporting the show. This is such a special episode because it's our 20th. And in it, I interviewed Jeff Roberts, the president of Augustine Agency. Jeff has been with Augustine for over six years and provides clients with over 20 years of brand building and traffic driving experience. He's worked extensively in the CPG, retail, restaurant, and food service categories. He's held leadership positions at agencies such as Rally Marketing Group and Circle Marketing, Tracy Locke, Publicis, and Ryan Partnership, and has worked on the client side with the Coca-Cola company. Jeff received his bachelor's degree in advertising at the University of Texas and his MBA in marketing at Southern Methodist University. I'm excited for you to hear Jeff's story. As an ad agency exec, Jeff is in the business of building relationships. We talk about the importance of bringing your whole self to work, how it wasn't until mid-career that he found the courage to be his true authentic self, and how that changed the trajectory of his career and deepened his relationships with his clients and colleagues. I'm honored that he chose to share his story with me. Jeff, welcome to Career Slay. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Kelly. I'm excited. I'm super excited. You know, we've known each other for probably about a year now. Yeah. It's been so great working with you and your team, and and I'm just really excited to have you. Cool. So, Jeff, tell me a little bit more about yourself. What was your childhood like? What was your upbringing like? Well, I grew up in a small town in East Texas called Kilgore, Texas. It's uh, home of the world-famous Kilgore College Rangerettes, the first precision drill team is our claim to fame, town of about 12,000 people. Uh, was late in life baby for my parents, so they were already in their 40s by the time I came along, and practically was almost an only child for about the, the, the back half of my teenage years. I had a really good family life and upbringing in a small town. So what brought you to Dallas? I came here for graduate school uh, okay. at SMU in the mid-90s, uh, and then worked in Dallas uh, for about 15 years, and then went to Seattle for five years, and then back in Dallas for the last seven years with Augustine. Oh, got it. So just to take a step back, what did you study in college? Yeah, I went to UT uh, for undergrad, uh, UT Austin, uh, studied advertising, kind of got my first taste of it uh, in one class and just kind of loved it and and kept going and going. And then uh, after graduating from UT, I felt like I needed more of a business background. So I went to graduate school at SMU Cox and got my MBA uh, and then started in, in the advertising business uh, with Tracy Locke. It was my first job. What got you into advertising? What was it about advertising that really drew you in? You know, I think for me, it was really about melding that uh, creative side of my personality with the more analytical business side of my personality and being able to bring those two together and have an outlet really for both. Yeah, no, I... I've said the exact same thing in interviews too. I love how advertising really blends that creative and analytical side. And also you're solving business problems through a creative lens. It's so, it's so fascinating. Yeah. So that's what, that was what makes it fun. Yeah. So what was your first job out of college? 
Uh, yeah, it was with Tracy Locke, a large advertising agency here, part of the Omnicom world. And I worked on Frito-Lay Promotions back when we called it Promotions, not Shopper Marketing. Mm-hmm. So I worked on that, on their new products. Nothing that ever made it to the light of day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on the tollway, going back and forth from downtown to Plano. But um, it was a great training ground. I really learned how to hone my project management skills, understand the process. You know, I always like to say to new folks, I'm like, I did your job with without a cell phone, without a computer, with, without uh, any of the technology and tools that we use today. I had a pad of paper, a fax machine, and a landline. A fax machine. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So that that's how I learned this business is really from very hands-on approach with some great, you know, advertising mentors that have been in the business quite a long time. And um, really, it's just how I kind of was a training ground and how I got my feet wet and, and really learned the business from the ground up. And you started as like on the account side? I did. So I started as like uh, what was called an account manager at the time. Uh, it was kind of their entry level training ground position. Can you explain to someone in a super simple way what the account manager is responsible for? They are the person that makes the work go through the system and make sure that everything is buttoned up on time, on budget, correct. And, and executes flawlessly. So that's really how I started out in the business was part traffic, part account management, part, you know, gopher, <laughs> I gopher. guess, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, it was really just like very hands-on. It's like I wasn't really ever in my queue or my office. I was constantly going and checking in with creative, checking in with media, checking in with um, strategy, checking in with senior account folks, checking with clients, you know, and just making sure that all those balls stay in the air and they, that they don't get dropped. Yeah, you're kind of like the general contractor <laughs> for building a house. Like everyone has like special trades, like creative and media and strategy. But you're like the person that the client goes to if something <laughs> goes wrong. Yeah, and you have to bring it all together yeah. and bring it all together in a in a super simple way that the client can understand it, right? And really learn how to make them feel comfortable in your thinking and your ideas um, and confident that you're giving them the work uh, that's going to move the needle for them. Yeah. A lot of people would, because I did this role as well. <laughs> that's how I started my career and you're wearing many hats. And I think one of the things that I experienced was that it seems to be like a thankless job at times. <laughs> so tell us more about how you manage that responsibility. I tell people either you have the stomach to be in the agency business or you don't. So if you don't, if you can't live with a level of uncertainty or nervousness, uh, then it's probably not the career for you. (laughs) Right. I had a client tell me one time very early in my career that I learned. uh, She said, every time I call you, my hair could be on fire and I could be having an emergency, but you immediately make me feel calm Mm -hmm. that you understand what I need and that you're going to deliver it for me. Yeah. And so that was just a lesson I learned early in my career is to learn how to kind of harness all of the craziness, but, uh, you know, make it feel like you've got it all under control, mm-hmm. um, even though you may be screaming inside your head. Yeah, no, I I remember being on the agency side and being that person who who had to preserve this like filter of calm throughout any storm and then kind of going back to the agency and being like, oh, crap, how am I going to figure this out? You know, and like, how do how do why are they putting so much trust in me and kind of getting over that like imposter syndrome a little bit? And then now being on the client side, I am just like super open about how I freak out all the time. (laughs) So I'm like, 
please help me. <laughs> but yeah, so tell us more about, you know, you had like a very expansive agency career, different companies. Tell us more about the different types of roles that you've held throughout your career. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as I said, I started at Tracy Lock, 600 person agency, uh, really kind of learned that as my trading ground. Uh, I moved over to Publicis. Uh, it was Publicis at the time here, uh, where I really learned CPG. I worked on Sara Lee Baking and all across their portfolio brands. Uh, and then I went client side for a bit for something different. So I worked for the Coca-Cola company and managed the QSR channel for them in the Southwest U.S. So working with all the more regional, uh, super regional chains like a Whataburger and, and Taco Bueno and those types of mm-hmm. um, careers. Then I, you know, I got to a point where I just didn't want to put a suit coat on to go to the bathroom anymore because that's how Coke was at the time. It was, you know, coat and tie every day to sit in your cube. And I was like, that's just not me. And I missed the creativity that you get in an agency. So I jumped back into the agency side, went to work for a mid-sized agency uh, within the Omnicom network. And then I was there for a little over almost 11 years and working on everything. I like to say everything from tools to tacos and anything in between because it was a a combination, you know, as a mid-sized agency, it was a combination of you have to be an expert with, you know, I don't know how to use a burn-somatic torch, but Mm -hmm. I have to know how to sell one. You know what I mean? It's (laughs) like, you know, I literally don't go to Home Depot, but I had to learn how to, you know, figure out that consumer space and their mentality as they're buying this in a big box home retailer. And so that's what I really enjoyed about uh, my time there is I got to work on a lot of different things. It's actually where I worked on avocados from Mexico when it was Mejia for the first time. Mm-hmm. So I gained about six years of, of experience in that category that I've been able to bring to my current role. And then, you know, I had some challenges in that role that we'll, we can, you know, I'm sure we'll get into that. I ended up taking a job in Seattle with an agency at the time called Rally Marketing. It was much more digital, uh, experiential and social marketing. So it was a totally different avenue for me to try to learn and understand and continue to grow and had a, you know, wonderful run there. We worked with 7-Eleven. We worked with Frito-Lay. I won a Can Lion through my work with them. Oh my gosh. Um, And so, you know, that was really exciting. Uh, And then just wanted to get back closer to home. So about seven years ago, I met Robert and Debbie, who are the owners of Augustine. We just hit it off and it felt like um, one of those places that it could be a, a work home for me. Yeah. And we really hit it off. And so I wanted to get back to Dallas and uh, have been here for seven years. I think when the agency started, I moved here, we had four people in Dallas. Now we have probably over 60 people total with the majority of those uh, in the Dallas area. So it's been a really great mix of kind of entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and agency work. So Mm -hmm. that's been super fun and really getting to work on a lot of different kinds of categories from CPG uh, to tourism to agriculture and pretty much everything in between. But Gosh, there's so much there. I I love how, you know, you have this just such an expansive amount of experiences. You're kind of like... A, a consultant in a way, you know, because you you get to touch a bunch of different brands. And um, you also got to work at big agencies and mid-sized agencies and small agencies. Tell us a little bit more about kind of the, the difference between. Yeah. Um, I like to say where I am now, I'm a big agency refugee. <laughs> and that's the group we've put together because yeah. a lot of our team uh, spent time at all the big shops uh, here in town and, and around the U.S. I think I pivoted when I left Omnicom. Uh, to a small independent agency uh, rally marketing in Seattle. 
And that was really just a, one of the changing points of my career is where I moved into the small agency world. And it really felt like a really good place for me because I could really contribute across all aspects of the business, all aspects of the client business, and really have the power to do what's right for my clients and do what's right for my team members mm-hmm. and really be able to make decisions either on my own or one phone call away to make where I need to. There wasn't some anonymous person in New York in a cubicle <laughs> you know, deciding whether or not I can give my account coordinator an extra $100 a week, you know? Mm -hmm. So that really, you know, kind of got frustrating and and hard Mm -hmm. to navigate that tape, but then you get so much more freedom with an independent shop. Yeah. And I think that's the same in the corporate space too, where, you know, you work for large organizations and it's highly matrixed. There's a lot of red tape. No one can make a decision on their own until you get to the top. And even the top is like, can I make this decision? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, I still check in. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I still check in with the CEO. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Is that okay? Yeah. But you know? like when you're at a smaller organization, there's a lot more maybe autonomy and flexibility. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the beauty of a trend of large companies starting to use more small agencies and mm-hmm. small independent agencies against these large um, shops. I mean, I know for a fact, one of our new business clients that we pitched this year, we were going up against uh, one of the largest uh, shopper marketing agencies in town. And we won the business ultimately because they liked the independent small agency vibe mm-hmm. where you felt like you were a partner. We weren't rolling in 38 people deep and they, and yeah. it was really about more personal connection, Yeah, um, which I think is, is sometimes hard in a larger agency in that scenario because you have so many, yeah. so many bodies touching the work in the space. Yeah. It comes down to relationships, you know, and the relationships matter. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said relationships because my sweet mom, uh, who's 96, I think still doesn't know what I do to this day. So, <laughs> my mom doesn't know what I do either. <laughs> like, like doesn't understand. Like, did you do that? Pointing at the TV. And I'm like, nope, that's not me. Or I did this. Um, but but what I've always really come to say in, in a small kind of succinct way is I'm in the business of relationships. That ultimately is what I do every day. Mm-hmm. Whether it's uh, building relationships with my internal team members and my peers so that we have an open, honest transparent uh, culture and communication channel, mm-hmm. building relationships with my clients so that so that they feel like they can trust me and that I'm in you know in the trenches with them mm-hmm. and helping them grow and build their business. And then ultimately the relationships that we build with consumers and the brands that we represent and talk about. So it's sort of like a three-legged stool. And if any of those legs is weak or could break or isn't mm-hmm. going right, then you as a person and your team and your agency aren't going to grow. You're not going to be able to grow your relationships, grow your revenue, grow your people, right? So at, at the crux, that's that's kind of what I do um, every day. Yeah, it's um, people like me putting our trust in people like you to help us achieve a business objective in a creative way. So as the president of Augustine, can you describe what you do? Yeah, absolutely. I think it boils down to two different things. I grow revenue and I grow people. And that's what's super important. So whether I'm working in the client's business from a strategic level down to an execution level, I say even in my role now, I may wear the hat. I'm just as most likely to be doing the the job of an assistant AE as I am doing a job of a president, you know, in a small agency because we wear a lot of hats. Um, but really it's about, you know, just coming up with those 
strategic actions that really help build our client's business and at the same time developing a team that understands how to do that. So really kind of taking my knowledge, growing the people on our team, leveraging the work that we've done to grow the agency revenue, whether it's organic revenue or net new business revenue and how to, and I work to, how do I package all of that into something that's interesting, engaging, and exciting for, for new people and new businesses. Yeah, that's awesome. So as you've grown into a leader, tell us more about your leadership style and what you've learned. The biggest thing I've learned, I think, is to just be honest, transparent, and straightforward. And sometimes it's been a challenge for me, but I think over the years I've learned that that's a better way for me personally to lead. We practice my current role, what's called care and candor. So approaching everything based on that relationship, a connection with that person or with that client, but being being transparent and straightforward. So that's really kind of how I've tried to lead. Yeah. So tell me more. Why Why is transparency so important? You know, I think for me, when I've had teams and I've been with agencies that are less transparent, people make assumptions for not really knowing facts. So the more information you can share with where the agency's at financially, where we're at with the businesses, where we're at with staffing, and all of that make everyone feel a part of the organization and the team through knowledge and transparency. I find that they tend to be more dedicated and more supportive and more engaged in the work every day. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to that notion of building relationships, right? You can't build a deeper relationship if you don't have that transparency. Yes. And trust. And trust. Yeah. Yeah. Transparency leads to trust. Absolutely. Have there been any challenges in your career that you've had to face? You know, I think the biggest one was I um, am openly gay. I didn't come out till I was 35. So it was mid-career by the time I uh, came out to my friends' families. And I think that created some challenges of, for me personally, uh, internally, how I was bringing myself to my work and to my job, uh, but also faced some adversity in that with some people at the time was much less an accepting culture uh, of that. So I just made a decision that I had to be authentically true to myself. Uh, and once I you know, came out to my family, my friends, uh, my spouse at the time, and just moved into my next phase of my career uh, with this kind of sense of uh, a weight lifted off my shoulders mm-hmm. and a sense of being authentic and true uh, really helped me to to move my career much faster and much more significantly than it had previously. So a lot of that was holding me back, mm-hmm. uh, both as a person and as a professional. Mm-hmm. And so to do that, it really just changed the trajectory of my career. Uh, it just it went in a totally different place. What was it like not feeling like you could bring yourself to work every day? You know, I think it was felt like you you sort of had to to have a mask on or to mm-hmm. hide or or you know be careful with what you say. It just didn't I just didn't have a feeling of being able to be um, truly myself and always a bit on guard. And, and it made me hard to trust people and hard to kind of really at some points engage because I was trying to keep everybody and everything a little bit out of a distance because I didn't want anybody to know my secret, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of inhibited me. But when I made that transition and I um, was upfront and honest about who I am, Mm -hmm. you know, my leadership at agencies embraced me, Mm -hmm. my clients embraced me because I was just being um, authentically me Mm -hmm. the whole time. And I think it showed not only in how the relationships I built, Mm -hmm. but also in the work that I was able to accomplish and the the thinking that I was able to develop, the the strategic mind um, sort of was, it 
expanded, I guess, because I didn't have this voice in the back of my head holding me back anymore mm-hmm. for that reason. Wow, that's so incredible. Thank you for sharing that. That's really powerful because, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who may not feel like they can bring their whole selves to work, whether that's, you know, maybe through a disability or, you know, because they're a person of color or all of these things that, you know, we are at home and who we are as our authentic selves. I've always felt that, you know, when you're in that workflow space, when you're really feeling energized by work, you don't have to separate your work and your life. It kind of just flows all together. So that's super important. So when you mentor younger people on your team, is there any particular advice that you give them? Always ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions, right? So be inquisitive, be proactive. Think of what you're doing as like you're the entrepreneur of your career. So treat it like you're trying to build your own self as a brand and as a leader or manager in the workforce, work for the position you want, not the position that you have. Yeah, I love that. It's kind of like dressing the part that you want. That's awesome. What would you say is the most rewarding part of your job today? Uh, The most rewarding thing, I think it is the relationships. I think that's one thing that I really enjoy and I really thrive on. And I think, you know, hopefully I'm good at it. You are. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm not really sure. But I think that's what's most important for me. You know, you create those connections and, and I think that just deepens your work relationships and and helps you achieve more together. Yeah, it's super important. And now just kind of tying it back to what we were talking about earlier, the relationship piece, because it's so central to your, you know, your job and your role, if you weren't able to bring your whole self to work, your authentic self to work, how could you deepen those relationships further? 100%. I think once I, I did that, I was able to develop client relationships that were much closer and connected. I mean, I have clients from 15 years ago that I still keep up with today. Mm-hmm. And I've had people follow me to different agencies because of those relationships. You know, it's it's also a small world in the, Very in the, so. yeah. in the uh, agency business, especially here in Dallas and, mm-hmm. um, and in the client space. So I think it's always important to kind of keep all those relationships in a very productive, positive and energetic manner because it's like, you just, you know, you just never know where you're going to cross paths again with people. Mm-hmm. Looking back, what advice would you give your 20 year old self? you know, accept the things you cannot change and and move forward. Yeah. I think acceptance is important because you can only control so much. So don't worry about the rest, right? Why is it important to find meaningful work in your job? One, if it wasn't meaningful or if you didn't find it meaningful, you wouldn't be satisfied or excited to go to work every day. What I enjoy about the agency business is that every day is different and every challenge is different. So it just keeps that kind of fire in your belly as you're mm-hmm. as you're working, you know, because everything is is so different. I think sometimes I have to tell myself like I'm just trying to sell a taco. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's not like I'm just not like saving the world. Uh, but you know, I, I I find it really meaningful to me is to be able to see that work come to life, see how it moves the needle in perceptions of brands, of sales growth. It really keeps me excited and keeps me going. What are you most proud of in your career? In 2022, I was named Agency Leader of the Year from the American Advertising Federation here in Dallas. I was nominated by my team, and it just felt really meaningful to me because it was recognition not only for my working, my you know, my career, but also recognition of the relationships that I built 
through that career. Um, and so that was super special and super important, especially since it, it came from my team to nominate me. It, it made it even better. That's amazing. That's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's so important to, you know, recognize people for their work and it's really gratifying to get an award like that, especially from your team. Right. So if you had to sum up your career in three words, what would that be? Uh, dedication, growth, and creativity. Because what I've learned uh, over the course of my career is, you know, loyalty is one of my top core values as a person. Mm -hmm. So when I join the team, I'm, I'm going all in <laughs> and, yeah. I'm, and I'm totally dedicated. Yeah, I think growth is super important because as the marketplace changes, as the consumer landscape changes, as technology changes, as all of that, you have to continually grow yourself. Uh, and as an agency leader, you have to continually grow your people so that they have the tools that they need to do their jobs effectively and, and grow as marketers and as people themselves and ultimately grow revenue for the business so that everybody is successful. Um, and I think the creative piece is super important to me and that it allows me to have both that business side of my brain going and the creative side of my brain going and, mm -hmm. and bringing those ideas to life is super fun and really meaningful in my work. I love that. That's awesome. Well, Jeff, you are one of the most authentic people that I've met in my career. I'm super grateful that our paths have crossed and I'm excited to continue working with you. Thank you so much for joining us on Career Slay. Thank you for having me, Kelly. And, and I feel the same. So look forward to many more things to come. The Career Slay podcast is a co-production of Career Slay and Wild Reply, produced by Michael Burke. If you like the show, subscribe and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. New episodes drop every other Tuesday, so stay tuned for some great conversations on slaying the fear in career. <laughs>